I was hard pressed to name it. It was an underlying syndrome of sorts that permeates my very being. It operates like a drone, a dull droning sound, always present, that most of the time is drowned out by my higher pitches of optimism and hope. I now know it to be black fatigue. This is the Inclusion Solution Live, the Winters Group podcast for all things diversity, equity, inclusion, and justice. My name is Mary Frances Winters, and I will be your host for this series where we will explore the many layers of Black fatigue. Welcome, everyone, to the Inclusion Solution Live. My name is Caitlin Peterson, and I'm the Public Relations and Event Coordinator for the Winters Group. And we are ready to kick off a brand new series for you all titled Black Fatigue. This new series is based on Mary Frances Winters' newest book, Black Fatigue, How Racism Erodes the Mind, Body, and Spirit. Mary Frances will be your host for this series, but I have the pleasure of introducing her today. Mary Frances Winters is the president and CEO of the Winters Group, master strategist and facilitator. She is best-selling author of We Can't Talk About That at Work, How to Talk About Race, Religion, Politics, and Other Polarizing Topics. She is a very hardworking author that has just released another book, Inclusive Conversations, in July, and she is now releasing Black Fatigue in September of this year. I am happy to be joined by Mary Frances Winters, and we all cannot wait to hear more about your thought process in both identifying and writing about Black fatigue. Thank you, Caitlin. Appreciate it. Of course. So I would love to get right into the premise for writing the book and the need for the book to be in the hands of our communities and professionals and those in the industry at this time. Yeah, thank you. So the um, idea and the impetus for the book actually started um, quite a bit before the Black Lives Matter um, protests that we are, you know, recently seeing. In doing the work of diversity, equity, and inclusion in many organizations, I kept hearing, um, we're exhausted. And I was hearing this from people much younger than me, you know, millennials. <laughs> and I would say, you're 30 years old. How, you, how can you be exhausted already? side eye, you know, you know, yes, I'm exhausted. <laughs> and so I, I started to think about this. And um, this was hearing so much about how difficult the work is, and how this generation you know, continues to fight for equity as so many generations before them. And this generation not being afraid to say, it's exhausting, I'm tired, and I am going to concentrate on and focus on um, and prioritize my well-being. Yes, I can honestly say as a millennial myself, I have heard those experiences as well. But the millennial generation was one of the things that inspired the book, but you also talk about many other identities in this book, including just Black women fatigue and Black men fatigue and just children's fatigue all together. Um, so I would love to hear more about those identities that you presented in their own chapters. There must have been a lot to get into if they each needed to have their own chapter. And you also even throw in there a chapter titled My Black Fatigue. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. So as I was thinking about how to structure the book, 
I thought that I, you know, did need to focus on myself. Mm -hmm. I need to think about and reflect on my own black fatigue. I would not have identified or even characterized what I was experiencing as black fatigue. It was just the work that I do. I don't think I recognized it was fatiguing and that there was an extra burden uh, for me as a black woman. So I thought it was important to chronicle my journey and starting when I was five years old, a little kid in kindergarten called me the N-word. And I, from that day on, it changed me, it transformed me. It changed me from carefree little kid, that the world is my oyster, I can do anything I want, to a little kid who was cautious uh, because somebody might be mean to me because of the color of my skin. And so that extra burden of having to think about how my identity would impact everyday interactions started my fatigue and I really wasn't aware of it. So that chapter really helped with that. And then I thought about just over the years in doing this work, how there are differences in how the experiences of black women differ from experiences of black men. There are some very similar experiences, but there are also you know, different experiences as well. And I felt that each group deserved its own chapter. And then there are intersectional identities that we have to oh. think. So if you're black, you're a male, you're gay, you're black, you identify as non-binary, right. you're black, you, you have a physical um, visible disability. So all of those identities um, have their own aspect of fatigue and it is compounding. Wow, that is something that I would just look forward to hearing more about um, and honestly just getting more of that data that you supply in this book. And without spoiling the series, um, I know that we will go a little bit deeper with a few guests this um, time around and just having a few people share their own experiences within the series. And again, meeting with you to just have that conversation that some people may need to hear because it may not be something that they've experienced or come across. So something that I would love to do if you're up for it, Mary Frances, is to wrap this episode up with just a small blurb or reading that you have from an introduction from the book, just to kick off this series and get everyone excited for what's to come. Okay, so yeah, there's a lot that, um, there's a lot that I, I might say, but <laughs> just to give a little bit of a teaser, right? That's what we wanna do. Right. Um, so yeah, so um, Black Fatigue um, is a research-informed narrative on the causes and consequences of Black fatigue. I chronicle my personal, lived experiences and those of family, colleagues, and friends. It is chock full of historical data and stories that illuminate the woeful lack of progress in achieving socioeconomic, health, and workplace equity. Wow. Well, I am sure everyone is looking forward to this series because I know that I am. <laughs> and it was great to be joined by you with you, Mary Frances. And I look forward to this series. I look forward to the release of the book and just looking forward to hopefully the change that we have coming in the U.S. Can we give them a little bit of a, an indicator of some of the guests that we might have on? So we're going to have somebody who does represent 
multiple identities. We're going to have some wow. talk about how black fatigue um, impacts um, our health. Right. We're going to um, have uh, somebody who can talk about their experience in the workplace, a black woman who's going to talk about her experience um, in the workplace and how that um, has manifested um, as black fatigue and many others, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, you are nicer than me, Mary Frances. I was going to leave them waiting. <laughs> All right, and thank you so much again. I know you are busy, busy at this time, and we will see you all for the rest of this series. Thank you.